Hey guys, welcome to the round table. This is episode 100. Woo! Now we need the, half, the clappy hands. Yeah. Wow. Which, which is another memory. That is another memory. Yeah, we We're going to get to. We got to... rid of them. The Jim Ghoul first yes. clapping hands and then your aunt's little sound machine. Yes, that was in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But I am Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church, and this is Mike Hill. He is our lead pastor. And this is our 100th episode. So I, if you can see behind me, <laughs> there are the beautiful, if you're confused, we want to point this out because it is kind of confusing. But I thought to get 100 or 100 balloons that said 100, and I didn't think about hanging them up. So, but I blew that up. Listen, everybody, we said this before we got on. There's not one person that if, so if you're listening, you might just want to jump on and just yeah. get a glimpse of Jenny's decorations because <laughs> the Jenny's decorations is a representation of her mind. Oh, it's how yes, it works. It is. And yeah. my life. Yeah. Last minute. It's all big and kind of confusing, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> hey, it's hanging on. No, it's hanging, it's hanging on. on. Yep. It's it's turned sideways sometimes. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, the big, one is, yep. is going the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, everything else is Right. Yeah. It's a perfect reflection of you. Thank you. That's what I said. Thank you. That's all that matters. I think it's awesome. That's why I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So take us through, Jenny. What are we doing? Are we going to jump into questions? Are we going to share great memories? No, because I think the questions will get into that. Well, I'm going to share one before we start. You are? Okay. The greatest gift of the podcast, Mm -hmm. Jenny Walker. Oh, that's the greatest gift of the podcast. Started without you. Yes, it did. Came on to talk about the cafe. Mm-hmm. And by fan request, you've been back and been the number one rated <laughs> TV radio star since. Yes. Good job. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> yeah, actually, so our first, our very first episode that we did was October 7th of 2020. 2020. And then I came on October 28th. 2020 and it's never been the same it's never been the same ever since no <laughs> been from joke books are you gonna yes. tell a joke yeah okay so i'm bringing it back to our jokes and do you remember why we got started on the jokes no why remember because i told my story which probably a lot of our new viewers and or listeners probably don't know the story okay when i stood on the corner and held my jokes for a dollar sign <laughs> so i remember I hugs for a dollar in indy i didn't remember jokes jokes for a dollar okay. oh no i never hugged people you it was, didn't no it was just it was just jokes. Remember? Because huh. I had the one joke. Okay. And why it was? couldn't the dev- or why couldn't the skeleton cross the road? Why? Because he didn't have the guts to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give us your jokes yes. real quick. Okay, we're gonna give we're gonna pick one of these. And this was all always of them we great always ones. knew whether or not it was funny, whether Nick laughed. <laughs> yes, that is the Yeah, that's how we always determined that is. whether or not the joke was a okay. or a I'm really gonna try to not mess this one or up. Or do you remember Nick when she never had her patents, she used to write them on her arm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's because so I... She'd write it yeah. on her hand, write it on her... Didn't you erase one once because you washed your hands right before the podcast? Yeah, oh, I don't it. remember. <laughs> she wrote it on there and she came in like, oh, no, I washed my hands. Pro- yeah, it's probably out in the cafe. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't... Because I didn't have anything to write with then. I was so busy. All right, here we go. What does Jeff Bezos do before sleep? Did I say his name right? Jeff Bezos yeah. from Amazon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what's what he is, do before he yeah, goes to sleep? Yeah, what does he do before he goes to sleep? I don't know. He puts his pajama muzz on. <laughs> PJ, PJ Amazon. I'm laughing at Jenny. Pajama. <laughs> you know what it sounded like? Joe Biden trying to talk. <laughs> you know how all of a sudden you see these things yes. on social media and he's like, we got to be able to save yeah. America. It's he does sound like that. There was like a meme or something going around, but it's PJ, like pajamas, but PJ Amazon. No, I know, but just the way you said it, I agree with Nick, because you tried, to, you tried to, you tried to blend it together, and you went. <laughs> he okay. puts his pajamas Amazon. <laughs> she says it in like a seductive voice. She's looking at me, going, and he puts his pajamas on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, that made it funny. Wow, that did. You said it, so how would job. you say it? Huh? Try to say it. Pajam- what, pajamas. No, PJ, so PJ, Amazon, or yeah, Amazon. He puts his 
pajamas on. <laughs> Why was that so easy for you? <laughs> pajamas on. Pajamas on. Pajamas on. Wow, yeah. you're so good at that. <laughs> Just go to the next oh. joke. We got a short time. Oh, we're doing another time. one? Okay. We five, we're five minutes in, and we already... All right. We haven't got a second joke. All right, here we go. What kind of king... Or No, okay, this is in the Bible, from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> what king liked to do things on his own? Is this trivia? No, is th- this joke? is a joke. This is a joke. Oh. What king liked to do things on his own? I don't know, Jenny. What king... Likes to do things on his own. Solomon. Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. 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 It was that. That's, I'm done. Okay. That's good. it. <laughs> Listen, so that's bringing back a little bit of memory. It is. That yeah. was, that was fun time. So with the 100 ep- episode, Jenny talked about this. So let's just make sure before we get into the questions, or maybe we'll talk about it in the questions, why this was podcast was first originated yeah. and why we continue to do it today and what it's went into. But the podcast was an opportunity because we felt like if life change is going to happen, conversations need to be had, mm-hmm. right? Like you can't yeah. just come on a Sunday morning, anybody at any church that they're going to, if the message does not create conversation, then we're probably missing the point, Yeah, right? Because the word of God should move enough inside of us that it should create this spiraling or this continual conversation. So we thought, let's just do a podcast mm-hmm. to do it, you know, and to see if we can continue conversation. But then Jenny took it to a whole new level by bringing on guests. Why yeah. are you laughing? That's just funny. What? Just, I can't laugh. No, I know. But why'd you laugh? You don't think you <laughs> took it to a whole new level? I'm just laughing about that. Jenny took it to a whole new level by working hard, not only to get guests, because that is hard to get out and get guests, but then she's written Testimony Tuesdays from guests that have been on here and the stories that have been told over the past hundred and some episodes, (laughs) right? Since 2020 have been not only great to get to know people, because that's the reason we started to bring guests on is the church grew and it's really hard to get to know people, It is, you know, and so it's a way for people to get to know people. And it's a way to tell their story that brings glory to God, Mm -hmm. right? Which is what we're always trying to do is through everybody's story brings glory to God. So thank you first to all of our guests, you know, and everybody that has been on and thank you to our listeners who have, you know, faithfully been listening and not only listening, actually following through like, Hey, you know, I know something about this person. So it bridged, you know, a, a gap with that. And, and again, we pray that going into from our hundredth episode on till I true two hundred two hundred two hundred two hundred episode that um, you'll continue to help us grow it. Yeah, you know, and the way that that can happen is through sharing it, um, you know, through liking it, comments, whatever you need mm-hmm. to do to be able to get it out there. We want to see this podcast continue to grow because you had some numbers. So, like from the beginning to yeah. where we are today. Yeah. So. Like, from the beginning, from where we are, for the listener standpoint, we've had over 11,000 downloads, Yeah, which, which is, is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, we I think we've had over 200 followers on YouTube, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is hard to grow on YouTube. I mean, yeah. Nick can attest to that. Unless we start doing goat yoga. Goat yoga, yes. Like you start doing goat <laughs> yoga and like bringing things in and blowing it up yeah. or... Going to the farm. Yeah. Going to the the farm. The things that tend to grow on YouTube seem to be meaningless, but. They do. I know. They are. But so grow something that means something. YouTube people. Let's go. Yes. And I also thought, so what was super (laughs) cool is throughout our time for listening, we have reached over 21 countries. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So what Jenny did, and I could be wrong. I think this is what you did. So you sent it out to all the people. So the other way that we feel like this can grow is that people get onto your podcast uh, email. Yeah. Texting group. Texting Texting group. group. Right. So she'll get you down in, but our texting group sent in questions that we're going to answer the three of us. So Nick, who is our awesome producer, which if, if you are a new listener and you don't know how this is possible, Nick is the one that makes everything possible, sits in the background and we're finding out from people, you might not be the favorite. I know they love his laugh. Yeah, I know. Like (laughs) Nick in the background might be the new favorite thing about the round table. Lisa has told me that multiple times before, like 
years yeah. a year ago. She told me that. Yeah. So Nick's going to read the questions, and all three of us are going to answer. Yeah. Are we ready? Okay, here we go. And there's a lot of them. Buckle up. So first one is from Emily Krieger. She says, Mike, when will we get to see Mrs. Hill on the podcast? (laughs) That's right. Yes. (laughs) So Sarah was going to be on to fill in a spot. Mm -hmm. But at this point, she's like, I kind of like being in the background. I kind of like, you know, easing my way in because she's not one to be in the spotlight. So she said that it'll be soon, but not yet. So summer, not yet. summer, summer. Is that what you talked yep, to her about? It's going to be summer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she loves Jenny. So that's going to be the, the big her. draw is going to be for Sarah's cause she gets to be with Jenny. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I love cause her she too. loves Jenny. We're tall people. We get it. Tall girls. <laughs> we had a hard life growing up. We understand. So then follow her lead. Marry a shorter guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you wouldn't. No, I'm... See, that was one of her criteria, too. No, it is still my criteria. Yeah, no, that was hers, too. (laughs) She's crap out of luck. You're not that... I mean, I guess, Take her shoes off. Yeah, that's true. I wear boots with heels. (laughs) (laughs) So did, um... So, it's made me wear... If it's made me wear my Tony Llamas, which have a huge heel on them... Just so I can not feel like a weenie. Oh, wow. Tom Cruise used to wear heels with um, what's-her-face. Yeah. Yeah, so just something so I don't feel. Okay. (laughs) Next question. Well, she also continues. Oh, Oh, sorry. What do you do with all those pictures you take? Oh, wow. So all of the pictures, I know I probably have thousands and thousands. Well, a lot of them go on my hard drive, and then they also go on another hard drive, but they are backed up somewhere to be used hopefully <laughs> and a lot stored away my... for future uses yes i actually okay. have a lot on my phone too that's probably a bad idea well it's probably part of the four, over forty thousand pictures i have on your phone yes that's terrible i had to buy more gigabyte to but it's probably <laughs> my dogs too let's be real yeah because you're trying to make your dogs famous not jesus not anymore oh i stopped that really yeah see know. this is a thing in my life i start things and then i usually don't end them oh because I want to start everything. Okay. Yeah, just keep starting But I ha- I've started this, and I'm keep going on this. Copy hands. Yep. There we okay. go. All right. Jesse Haft? Haft, I think. <laughs> I think. It doesn't matter, yeah. Jesse. We've got yeah. your name wrong. Yeah, Jesse, Every you other, should We'll just not. go back and forth on whatever it is. I think we answered this, but it says, congratulations. Thank you. How has the show evolved since it started, and has the podcast helped reach... More people for Jesus. I know it's helped me feel more connected. Oh, thanks. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it was different in the beginning. We didn't tell stories. No, we didn't tell stories. We told, again, we had guests every once in a while. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't very often because that's back when I was in charge. <laughs> I mean, nothing, well, nothing really significant happens we when i We were just I'm talking charge. about Sunday mornings. Huh? Sunday mornings. Yeah, we would just, yeah, try to talk about Sunday. And yeah. I would want to get guests and never get around to it. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say the evolution, I would say this is going to be the continual evolution, mm-hmm. you know, the podcast. And I think Nick and Jenny are talking about this is that there has been so much um, golden nuggets mm-hmm. from people's lives of wisdom and the things that people are doing that I would say what you are going to see. Maybe I shouldn't say this in case it never happens, but <laughs> this is what we do around here. We talk about a lot of things, and some of it's good, and some of it's not, and some of it's a year from now, some of it's six months from now. But mm-hmm. I do think over time that whether it's Nick or Jenny or somebody else will come along and, like, cut out little nuggets of people's yeah. lives and share some of those stories. I think that is going to be an evolution of this podcast of, you know, we do it for 30 or 45 minutes and some people listen all the way through, but Nick has made us all wise to the fact that people want stuff in a little bit shorter content. So that'll be an evolution. I think we'll continue to do the same thing we're doing, Mm -hmm. but I think at the end of the day, it'll be, you'll be able to see more. So I think there'll be more come from the podcast. And I would say reaching people for Jesus, I think it has allowed people to do what our mission statement says, which is Uh, it helps them get closer. It's another step, right? Mm -hmm. So hearing a story and relating to a story tends to help people take another step closer 
yeah. in their own relationship, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. you heard somebody else's story. So I yeah. think that there have been multiple people through hearing different people's stories mm-hmm. has helped them, yeah. you know, in this. And the thing that I love about it, this isn't about growing Life Church. Like right. there's tons of people that listen to this podcast that aren't from Life Church or aren't in Life Church. And, you know, we've always said that we want to build kingdoms and not empires. So right. I think the podcast has done a good job of being kingdom building. Yeah. That's my thoughts. I agree. Awesome. Uh, Tabby Hall has three questions. Bring them so on. So the first one, what episode slash guest really made a big impression on you or stands out as one that you feel God was really moving? Hmm. Anybody can answer. <laughs> well, I, I'll say it. I'll say it again. Uh, Robert Grover's yes. you know, podcast yeah. where he, because I've always said admitting sin and repenting from sin brings glory mm-hmm. to God. And one of the things that Robert was very open about is like, yeah. this is my life, right? Like this is something that, and to me, it was very impactful and a great reminder yeah. Right? Like if, if we want to bring glory to God, then we also got to show people who we really are. Yeah. Right. Not hide behind, you know, things that are putting on a veneer right. or a facade, you know, so that, that one for me was one that was significantly impactful to be able to yeah, it was. Um, listen for him to share and for him to, you know, uh, try to make a difference. So that's, that's one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, well, the, this is really, isn't like heartful, I guess. It doesn't have to be, but okay. She but just the, one, me- the, the one that's still on my mind is obviously it's because of the dogs, but it's from your sister-in-law, Amanda, oh, when really? she was talking about that story with oh, her dogs yeah. and that man, I've not been able to give over it. Since. <laughs> it's been awful. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Nick, did you have one? Yeah, I think mine was the first time we had Lance Clark on. Mm. He was just talking about from like my production standpoint, just Mm. about stories and getting things out there. It just kind of really opened up to think about what we could do here from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Lance. Next question. Is there an episode or guest that you get the most feedback or questions about? So the most feedback that would be, well, overall, and I know this from looking back, it was um, um, Jeff and Andrea, Mm -hmm. Jeff and Andrea, and then Brenda, I think because, well, I didn't even know when we were doing Brenda's because I know Brenda and I Mm -hmm. didn't know that that was her past. I Mm -hmm. think because the past were so intense, but I hear a lot from that, from Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And you said our most listened to was Chad and Nick, Nick Kopke and Chad why can't I remember Chad's last name? <laughs> Sorry, Chad. I don't remember either. Yeah, it's like I barely remember people's first names. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those were two that there are some that we got lots of yeah, I like feedback those. and yeah, mm-hmm. responses on. Yeah. Last question from Tabby. Besides Jesus, who from the Bible do you wish you could interview or be as a guest on the podcast? Wow. Good question. That is a great question. Well, I would go with Paul because I always pick him, but I would want to interview him at like during the time of his incarceration, just knowing what his mind was like then. Why he was in jail. No, not why, but like just. No, while. Yes, while he was in jail. jail, Yeah. Hmm. Because to be there and not like, you know, that you aren't, you don't deserve to be there yeah. would be awful. Right. And you could be out doing other things, but you're stuck right. in jail. Yeah. Hmm. Nick, do you have one? Yeah. I'd, um, I'd pick Moses. Mm. I think we got a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, meaning that you've been part in the Red Sea? That kind of stuff? <laughs> and you wow. want to kill your son Isaac? <laughs> Wow. Oh, no, that was Abraham. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow, way to go. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, from the standpoint of, you know, God told him to lead, and he was like, no way. I'm mm. not, I'm not I'm qualified. Not standing in front of me. I'm not qualified. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think we both have those thoughts. Yeah. yeah. My two would be King Hezekiah, because I've never understood that a king who watched his father go down the wrong path mm-hmm chose to make a good decision got in the midst of like this was like how do you make decisions in the midst of that kind of pressure right the thing leaders that interest me the most are mm-hmm. the ones that make decisions under 
extreme pressure, right? And so King Hezekiah was somebody who had to make some decisions under some really extreme circumstances. So I love to mm. listen to how did you get to the place? But then after watching God come through, how did you, how do you fall away from that? Like yeah. when you see God kill the Assyrian army in mm -hmm. one night, like how do you go back to especially seeing it? Yeah. Like, like you watched it, you witnessed it. Right. You, you know, what pressure inside of you what was the thing mm -hmm. that overtook you that would allow you to go back to you know not being there and then I've always thought you know Noah the idea that you're out there building an ark and it's never rained yeah and everybody you know like what, are crazy. what were people saying to you probably the worst you know yeah. as you were out there doing it but Christian like Christian work that makes a difference is not doing what everybody else is doing yeah Right. So nobody questions churches that do the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're just going to go down the road and you're going to keep doing the same thing, nobody questions those things. Right. But when you're out there doing something that's never been done mm -hmm. or that to an outside world doesn't seem right. And when I say an outside world, I'm talking about like churches tend to get so much in a rut, Yeah, you know, that anytime a church does something different, you know, we talked about when we opened up the cafe, mm -hmm. the people that came and protested, <laughs> right? Like That's they so ridiculous. walked in and protested because of us opening in a cafe, you know, and at the time I'm thinking, <laughs> or even like when we opened Life Church, yeah. right? Like yeah. the group of pastors that came in and Met us as so we were ridiculous. putting the stairwell in going to the upstairs and just like, what are you doing? You shouldn't do this. You know, this idea, this building, you know, like what that looks like, you know. And so when Noah's out there building the ark, obviously that's worse than, yes. you know, uh, our ridicule. But at the same time, if you're going to make a difference, mm -hmm. you're going to have to do things like Noah that never make sense to everybody else around you. Yeah. And so I'd love to know how he went through that and how we can, because uh -huh. that's our desire here at Life is to continue to do things that everybody else isn't doing, yeah. but it's what he wants us to do. Yeah, I think so, it was his faith Yeah. that held, like had him held out yeah. or hold out. Yeah, that would be mine. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Shady Young has 12 questions. Wow. <laughs> Should we pick a couple? Pick the most intense ones, will you? <laughs> the most intense. Yes. <laughs> or maybe we'll put short answers together. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, there's nothing short about your answers. <laughs> Ever. You know, you know what's funny? So this is off the subject. So Sarah was telling Faith, like, hey, you know, you should ask Mike his advice. Oh, no. You know, about a certain subject. And she's like, I I just don't want to hear a whole story. <laughs> like I, every time he says something, that it's not hilarious. a sentence. It's a whole story. It is. Into that is true. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, babe. So how old the is she? First five. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I just want to know how old she was. Uh, 14, 15. Oh, did I put you on the spot? It's something okay. in there. No, I don't know my kid's age. That's true. I don't know any of them. Yeah, so. That's true. No, I don't feel bad. So the first five are from Mike. Okay. Uh, here we go. Quick fire, Shani. Here we yes. go. Rapid fire answers. Okay. You mentioned in a sermon a couple years ago that Lydia was possessed, was the possessed slave girl. Where does it say it? Where does it say this in scripture and or how did you figure it out? <laughs> yeah, so some real of those. Yeah, yeah those, real yeah. quick. Yeah, that's going to be too long to answer. The, the question? Well, again, the the whole concept of which part of it, because he oh. asked two things in it. So one was, how do you know that Lydia, the one that was possessed, is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. And how was she the one that? How was, did you figure it out? Well, so I'll just give you a concept of how I do everything, right? So what? <laughs> Nothing. Just no, keep going I'll just on. make it really quick. So anytime that I study, so mm -hmm. I read it in scripture and then one scripture, then I go to three different commentaries, you know, where oh. commentaries are biblical scholars who have looked into it, who combine history mm -hmm. with scholarship and scripture and they tie it all together. Right. And so I'll look at all three of the commentaries and if the commentaries all agree, mm -hmm. you know, from a historical perspective, perspective that 
as an example that this was where Lydia came from, mm -hmm. then I will tie it into there and say, yeah, because there's an agreement that in scholarship that this Lydia in scripture, because scripture can't be all, I mean, it can't give all the historical background. Right. So the commentaries add in that piece of it and then all add that into the message to give some context to the story where because are you finding that stuff like the, the commentaries com yeah. like you can get biblical com matthew henry uh john macarthur oh. um there's tons of them out there you know i just pick the three that i like the best you know john macarthur's one that i do a lot with and mm -hmm. read a lot in and matthew henry and so you can find them buy them you know anywhere oh. they're online and so it's just a you know, a long, just like as an example, the John MacArthur commentary for Matthew mm -hmm. is books. Like you can't see this, but I'm like really thick. Like four inches. Yeah. And there's four of them. Oh, just wow. For Matthew, wow. Right. They go through all of it. So that, that's how I come to those. Just a lot of research yeah. behind it. Number two, I've had friends who have come to church with me, who are very charismatic, ask me if it's okay to say, amen, preach, that's good, etc. And I say yes, but I'm actually not sure how you feel about it. Yeah, so I, the hardest thing about, so if everybody that's listening, the <laughs> hardest thing about preaching is blank stares. Yeah. So I love amens, yep. I love any of that. Any of the things that's been like, oh, I didn't even mind when the lady yelled out there, like, yeah. I ain't cooking. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> like, oh, that was my most favorite that service. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me a bit. It's better interaction to right. me is better than silence. Yeah, so, you don't know how to read the audience yeah, sometimes, and, if not. And I would say to all people of all walks of life that come to Life Church, you should express whatever it is that's on your mind. If it's clapping, if it's standing up, Billing. if it's during worship, yeah, you can boo. <laughs> if it's during worship, you want to dance. Right. If it's want to raise your hands, if you don't want to say anything, if you want to sit down. Right. Like the expression of diversity, the way that God created should, should be expressed regardless because, I mean, I feel like I've said this multiple times. I don't think that there should be all charismatic churches, right. and I don't think there should be all non-charismatic churches. It should be a blend mm -hmm. of people that are on fire for Jesus, and they say and do whatever they want. Right. So, I, Shani, I'll be waiting yes. for the amen, because <laughs> I I would be surprised. Well, maybe I just got to get a better message to see if Shani will amen it. Maybe you need to, like, have a microphone in the audience, like, so you can hear better. Yeah. Because people are, like, agreeing with you. Yeah. You just don't hear them. Okay. <laughs> Mike, do you have a pastor or mentor or someone who feeds you? Ooh, okay. So I Question. for sure have a mentor. So Vic Reinhardt is a guy that I meet with every week. I've met with for 20 years. Oh, wow. Every I didn't week. Know that. And it's been, well, Vic was the one that when I went to Life Church Bluffton to plant the church. And again, people are going to be mad when I say this, but when Life Church Bluffton decided, hey, we can't do anything, mm -hmm. Vic kept meeting with me every single week, encouraging me encourage our family. Uh, he's helped our family in multiple different ways, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to not only in business, but spirituality, you know, you know, helped in many ways. So a, a mentor for sure that way. But so I don't have a preacher, like I listen to multiple different messages, but that's I, interesting. I don't really have a preacher that I follow because I kind of like the real life people that are yeah. going down the road with me. So yeah, yeah Vic Reinhardt, I have a mentor and he feeds me and so Vic was at uh Bluffton, Life mm -hmm. Bluffton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So and again, known him for it's been we've been over here 18. I knew him two years before and and again, he's stuck with me the whole time. Wow. He mates with me the whole time. Is Life Bluffton still open? I think. Mm. I have no idea, but I think. Uh the last one for Mike. When Jesus said, John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. What do you believe that means? <laughs> so if the question is, is there a baptism of the Holy Spirit? Like, I'm just kind of reading into it. But again, the when he was talking about being baptized, well, at that point, they weren't going to receive the Holy Spirit internally. And I think he was foreshadowing to when Jesus would ascend to heaven, that you're going to get the Holy Spirit and it's going to live inside of you. The Holy Spirit was oh. around at the time, but when he 
you know, at that time, because Jesus hadn't ascended into heaven, the Holy Spirit couldn't live inside of us. Right. So I believe that once you give your life to Jesus Christ, you are given the power of the Holy Spirit and the manifestation mm -hmm. or how much the Holy Spirit works through you is all based upon your obedience. Yeah. There you go. Rapid fire. <laughs> that was rapid fire. That was great. Jenny, number one, how do you know that you know that you know God is speaking to you? Mm. Wow. Well, I think I know that I know that he's speaking to me. No, I'm just kidding. He speaks through to me like through either songs or words or something that I'm reading or um, it's always, yeah, it's always songs or like just. And you just get the feeling. Well, it'll be like a lot of times he has to like repeat it for me because mm. I, I need to be him to like do it in multiple times. Like yeah. I like threes because yeah. then I know that I know that I know that it's from him. Yeah, good. How do you worship? Are you quiet and reserved or are you a jumper and loud? It depends, but usually, well, I sing. I have no problem singing. Um, I sway yeah. back and forth. Can you come to the front for one service? Why? So I can see you worship. <laughs> and everybody else can see too. Okay. Because you're always in the back right yeah. in the nosebleeds. Yeah, I am in the... That's yeah. where Courtney sits. No, I know. Can you just like one time come to the front row? I'm sure I can. This week? This week? Yeah. Maybe. You know why this week? Why? Because you know what's going to happen this week? Be prepared. That's There's right. There's going to be an altar call. That's right. And people are going to come to know Christ and Jenny's going to pray over somebody. Yes, exactly. So I guess I and do have to be up somebody. front. So sit in the front row. Okay. For both of you, what's your favorite go-to worship type music, and what is your favorite music in general? My favorite worship music is like the dance music, like, like wait, what is it? Elevation, Young and Free, like the techno EDM type things. What? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> or like pop music, like they have some good stuff. But like actual worship music, I like. Um, I like a lot of what Bethel does, like the. Not acoustic, but the the freestyle type thing, like Stephanie what Etzinger. I can never say her name. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no idea. What's her know. name? I don't know anything. You cannot pronounce it either, but like her. Just when you can't pronounce something, be like Joe Biden. <laughs> it's Stephanie Mudge. But my favorite music besides, I don't know, I really don't like, I guess again, like dance music, stuff like that, but I really don't listen to uh, like rap and stuff like I used to. Oh, I used to be all trap, about that gangster trap, trap, trap music. music. Yes. I don't listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was the, Which is the really, shortest of shorts. No, I mean, it's really true. I don't, I mean, I love to worship on a Sunday morning, but I tend not to listen to music ever. I don't even turn my radio on. But, I didn't even know my truck radio didn't work <laughs> until somebody else got in it. So you don't listen to anything in your truck? No. Nothing. Nothing. Not even like a podcast or nope. a book or anything? Okay. I mean, I, I'll listen to a book if I'm feeding or working, but I never Not listen driving. to anything in the book or in the vehicle. What do you listen to in the car? A uh, podcast. I figured you'd do a podcast. Do you listen to music? Uh, rarely. Yeah. More podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, favorite Bible verse and why? Philippians 4.13, because I have... An awesome story with it. Okay, tell it. I've already told it before, but it's it's a I don't want it's a long story, but basically it was like the first time <clears throat> that I heard God speak to me in a really bad situation. Don't you remember that, that story? Verse? Huh? Through that verse? It was so remember I was up I was it was in a, when I was in rehab and I snuck out, went to um this random person's house mm -hmm. and then I was upstairs with a guy and then he had asked me what I can do. Oh yeah. yeah Remember? Yeah, and the I first do. thing that I like came out of my yeah. mouth was I can do all things through Jesus Christ strengthens me. Mm -hmm. and it was really weird. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have a favorite Bible verse. None. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I just, again, I've, I love all of it. Uh -huh. I love the, and I think at different times, different things speak to me. I mean, yeah. I just think that there are multiple different stories through different phases of life and different things going on that are like, cause again, I like, I love stories, mm -hmm. you know? So when I read scripture, it's more than just the one line. It's like the whole story of what's going on. Everything. Like that fascinates me, you know, of how that, that happens. So I don't have a, a favorite. Okay. What about you, Nick? 
Um, it's in multiple different places, and I can't remember the exact translation. It's in Deuteronomy, it's in Matthew. Uh huh. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. Mm -hmm. Good. That is a good one. It's a good one. Wow, this is getting long. Favorite preacher. Favorite preacher, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't have a favorite preacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I've never thought about that. A preacher having a preacher. Yeah, just, I, I just really. never even thought about that. Even That's... before I was a preacher, I didn't have a favorite preacher. Really? Mm -mm. Okay. What's the most amazing spiritual, supernatural experience that you've had that you can't deny is a God thing? Ooh. So for me, it was, as I was trying to figure out, because I didn't want to go into full-time ministry. That was a story that I've told a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And I was on a trip to Guatemala, and I told Sherry before I left, I'm like, I'm either all in or all out. Have you already heard this story? I don't know. I so I'm like, I, I'm going to make this decision. So we're going through the whole week. There's a group there from New York with us serving with the group that we were there. But we were in different places the whole time in mm -hmm. different villages. And you're like, well, you come. We're at this last worship service. And, you know, you could just feel the spirit moving. And I'm in the front. You know, and I don't even know at the time how this works, but you know, the whole message is in Spanish, the worship's oh, wow. in Spanish, but you just feel yeah. the spirit moving. And so uh, a person from the back walked to the front during worship and tapped me on the oh. shoulder and said, yes. listen, when are you going to finally, finally listen to the call of God? Because it's so loud, all of us can hear it. Wow. So That's I'll cool. Never forget that. Wow. That to me, was supernatural. Yeah. In that. So when people say something, mm -hmm. yeah, I've had that happen before. And somebody, I was in a really bad place. I had just entered one of the rehab programs that I was in. And somebody came up and tapped, like, tapped my shoulder. And maybe, I don't know. They got my attention because I think we were praying or something. And then she like got my attention and she was like, God knows your heart. Mm. And at that time I was like, that was something that I needed to hear. And it's something that mm. I pull back to a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Last question from Shani. What's your favorite biblical topic that you like to study or just have always been drawn to or interested in? Money. <laughs> That's always the thing for me. Money. Money. The understanding that the majority of, ver I mean, the most scripture verses in the deal with one topic is all about money and possessions. Mm. So it's always interesting to me. And it's still interesting to me that, yeah, I mean, so many people walk away because of money. Yeah. You know, that are like, you can't serve two masters and it's very evident. So if you fight that battle for a long time, most people lose the battle of, giving it over, giving their heart over to money. So that's wow. mine. I love studying it. I need reminded of it. It's a constant battle. Mm -hmm. Mine would be identity. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. All right. So we have a few from Adam. Adam Shoemaker. Hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. <laughs> um, and I think we answered some of these, so give me a second. Okay. It's a hard job you got there. I understand that. Filtering the questions. Yes, and trying to, Okay. How do you think Jesus would interact with folks in today's society? Interact with who? With who? Folks. How do you think Jesus would interact with folks in today's oh, society? Folks and folks. Like people. Oh, folks. Like folks. howdy, folk. Yeah, like, folks. Howdy. You know, like all the folks out there. Oh, okay. How, how would he interact how with all these folks? How would we interact? How would folks he? Folks out there. Well, I think he would just be sad, don't you? Well, no, because he would have expected it. No, I think that he would be some of what I was referring to Sunday. Like, I think he would be disgusted with the church. Mm. Like, I think he would be disgusted that churches have lost mission, lost focus, have uh, walked away from the true. Mm -hmm. And I think he would come in and yell at us. You do? No, uh, like the church in general. Right. And then I think he would go out and eat with sinners. I think he'd go to Market Street and hang out mm. and love it Market and Street. draw a crowd. Mm. And I think he would walk inside of the church and say, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You seriously 
have spent this much money in all of these things and you're not, you're not accomplishing anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you would be totally, and that's a very exaggerated thing, but I don't think you would be happy. I think the churches have lost mission and focus and they don't want to reach the unchurched. They just want to make church people happy. Yeah. I think you'd be mad, but I think you would be out in market street with a crowd probably doing karaoke. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do karaoke with Jesus. So what did you say? Someday. What did you so you I didn't say anything. I don't think I have anything to say after that. Okay. Um how can Christians reverse the negative image parts of society has placed upon them? Ooh. That's intense. I think just keep acting like a true Christian. Like I don't like acting like Jesus. I don't I don't think you can really change anything that others are doing. I think you just have to keep being what they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say two things. So if the negative perception meaning persecution, you're never going to reverse it because if you stand on your faith, you always be persecuted. Right. So if the idea is somehow out there, which this is what I think is where it's going, mm-hmm. I think churches have tried to change their view of doctrine or change their view of their belief to not have to take on the persecution because they think persecution yeah. means you're never going to reach those people, mm-hmm. right? So we got to make it so those people are happy, right? So if you'd say, you need to be happy, so we're not going to say the hard things anymore because that would mean that you're you're causing a negative image. right? So I'm I think the them. church does have to be okay with the idea that if you choose to stand on truth, you will be hated. So you can't reverse that negativity, right? That negativity is always going right. to be there. I think the negativity that can be reversed is the idea of being fake, mm-hmm. putting on a facade, having a veneer, and that you're better than me. Yeah. Right? Because speaking truth will always bring persecution, but the other type of negativity that I think has corrupted the church for years is, is that there's a veneer and a falsehood and people unwilling to say who they really are. Yeah. So my thoughts. That was a good one. Um, he, Adam also wants to know, Mike, can you create a book list and share it with listeners? <laughs> that's a good oh. idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. You have a ton remind of me of that. I'll put it together. Yeah. You do have to remind him on that. <laughs> <laughs> You've worked here long enough to know that's yes. the case. And he says, not a question, um, but thank you both and Nick for putting this podcast on. You've all had a positive impact on me and plenty of other people. You both always bring the energy and crack me up regularly. Can't wait for episode 200. Woo! Yay! Yay. All right. Keely. Hey, Keely. If you didn't work in ministry, what would be your dream job? Ooh, a dream job. Well, I already know what you're going to say. What? Broadcaster. I would love to be a broadcaster. Yeah, if all... I'd love to be on radio. On radio, Yeah. I thought it would be sports, uh, like that's sports what I mean. radio. Like, yeah, anything like talk radio. Like mm-hmm. when I used to actually turn the radio on, <laughs> yeah. like when they would sit there and do talk radio or when Nick's kids were in here the one day uh-huh. and they were going back and forth about sports that stuff. Was, like, yeah. I could sit here and talk about that kind of stuff all day. <laughs> yeah, so I, sports radio, talk radio, any honestly, anything that talk. <laughs> dream job just talk yeah that, and discuss debate i love to debate so that would be mine you'd be really good at that <laughs> <laughs> i would choose to be a what i've always wanted to do is to be a tv host there you go yeah jeopardy oh i never thought about that i was thinking more of the news but oh but jeopardy would be fun oh wow you want to be a news anchor yeah i always have Judas. okay nick do you have a dream job Okay. I know it's a hard question. Yeah, maybe something what I'm doing, but maybe not in a church, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I have fun. Um, Robert Grover asks, um, what do you think the future of the church inside and outside of? Uh, I know it's hard to read them. That's how I struggle too. I'm glad somebody else is reading them. <laughs> you should read them. The future them. of the church inside and outside of an area will will be the inside and the outside the future what do you think the future of the church will be okay let's do it that way all right what do you that's right robert (laughs) the future of the church i don't know what do you think well i'll just say here's what 
we want as the future of life church. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know from a big perspective what that looks, but the future of life church is to grow large on a Sunday morning and small the rest of the week. You know, so we want to continue to create an atmosphere where people can bring their friends. Yeah. Right. On a Sunday morning. And we love for that to continue to grow. But we know for sure that if it doesn't grow smaller during the week, mm -hmm. that growing larger on Sunday morning never works. Right. Right. Pointless. So you can bring your friends, but we want to get friends in circles, you know, so mm -hmm. the future for us is that then future expansion. I mean, we've always talked about church planning. You know, and I think that ever evolves, mm -hmm. you know, for us of what that looks like. But going to different places and be able to plant churches that in similar rural areas like what we have today, because here's the trend. Mm -hmm. This is an unfortunate trend. All of the country churches in country. rural America. Yeah. Well, go around to every country church in rural America okay. and see if anybody's in there anymore. Yeah. So what's happening is, is those churches are falling. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to them. And other churches that are larger just gain more people. Yeah. Which just means you're shuffling the deck, churches are closing, and other churches are getting bigger. Mm -hmm. We think to be effective, that that can't happen long term. Like you can't just have big churches. We think you need to spread it out. And, yeah. and so we want to just continue to pray to God, how can we be a part of that and help maybe some of those smaller churches do things that you know, they would be un unable to do without us. Yeah. You know, so maybe we can help them. Maybe we can consult them. Maybe we can mm. use our expertise. Maybe we can pipe messages in. Maybe we can, you know, someday we create teams and those teams can go and help them get their stuff started. And so that, that would be outside if we're going to continue to, because there is no excuse for not growing. Yeah. Never. I mean, I, I know people say, well, some churches grow and some people don't, or some churches don't. The harvest is plentiful, right? So we already know that the harvest is plentiful. There's plenty of people that God is drawing to himself. There's no excuse not to grow. Yeah. So we just got to find ways to continue to grow with it. My thought. Are you talking about like the churches like on the side of the road, like in the country, like the actual, <laughs> like the old like country churches? Yeah. I mean, you just think about, think about all of the small churches. Oh, there's a ton. Right. Like random ones. Yeah. Yeah. That are essentially... Becoming non-existent. Yeah. Right. And they're not modern. Larger, larger churches yeah. are just gaining people because smaller churches are failing. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good sign. No. For Christianity. No. So it's hard to have relationship with others when it's that big. Yeah. Bree Sullivan wants to know your top five guests on the podcast for each of you. Oh my god. That's really hard for me to remember <laughs> and to say names. I I get past I get a I'm passing <laughs> on this question. I get a free pass. You get a free pass on one of the questions. Did you that know? Was, that was one of the things is you get a free, yes, a free I, pass. I just made it up right yeah. now. I mean, I'll say back one of my Favorite podcasts and favorite guests is when we had Don on in the beginning. Yeah, the first one, yeah, Don and Chris. Yeah, Don and Chris. Yeah. Because, again, Chris was doing what we felt like, you know, we wanted people to do. That's it's right. Like, I want to be able to, for him, he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to sing on the worship team. I'm not a Sunday school teacher. What can I do? Mm -hmm. He built flags, sold flags, donated money. That money was given to people yeah. to have meals during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my favorite things is to, to listen nice. to people who have said, wow, I'm really going to do something, you know, with that yeah. and, you know, be able to change the scope of, of what people are doing. So he I has mean, a talent too. Those were really nice. He said it took him like 18 hours, I think to do one. Yeah. And so, there were a ton coming in. I don't think he realized how many people yeah, were going to order. That's them. what I'm saying. And he used the money. He gave the money back. I think that was, mm -hmm. you know, fascinating to see that so that again those types of podcasts with those people that are like hey you know i'm doing you know and mm -hmm. yeah that that's one i don't know if i can give five i know it's hard we both have really bad memory <laughs> <laughs> that's well, really hard yeah so i yeah i at least gave one yeah so i don't have five sorry someone asked they want to remain anonymous Ooh. oh this is a good question i do remember this one how do young men get an invitation to your Monday night barn meeting? 
Oh wait, never mind. This is it. This is sorry. This is a good question, but there's another one that's anonymous. A barn meeting. If the question is how do we end up at Tad's shop? I think so. For small group, there is no. You don't have to have an invitation, but we don't meet at all during the summer. So we've mm -hmm. stopped meeting. We pick back up in the fall. So whoever you are, anonymously, go find Tad Eats. If you don't know Tad Eats. He'll be on our podcast soon. Yeah, find somebody who knows or there's, I mean, there's like 100 people yeah. on the list that have been there or a part of it. And so it's not a, you don't have to be invited, just show up because that's how it started. Tad gave his life to Christ. What do I do next? I said, start a small group. He says, what's that? Oh, wow. And so was, I said, you just open up your barn and make sure that there's food. So John Heupel and Terry have food every week and people just show up. Oh, So wow. you don't have to be invited. I didn't just know come that. if you want to know when it started up again. Uh, yeah, it's whenever Tad says, let's go. And then we start up again. So you consider now the summer? Yeah. <laughs> well, summer, because most of them are farmers or business oh. owners, so it's really busy this time of year. That makes sense. So it's the spring, yeah. summer, fall is really busy for them. So as soon as crops are done being harvested and so landscapers are done doing their work, and then we pick back up again. Oh. Emily Miller asks, if you could only eat three foods the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Spaghetti. Steak and watermelon. Spaghetti, spaghetti <laughs> steak, and watermelon. Wow. I love spaghetti. I love steak. And the great thing about watermelon, you could eat a ton of it. Yeah. And it fills you up and you just pee it all back <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, seriously. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti's my favorite food. Steak, I love steak. Ugh. So those I are my would, three. Okay, right now I'm really into birthday cake Kit Kats. So I would have a bunch of those. Um, I would have breadsticks. And then uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Okay. I don't eat sweets, so that's the good Yeah, mine me. would all be sweets, but I try to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Garlic fettuccine. <laughs> Kaylin Griffith asks, what is one piece of step parenting advice you could give? Love you both. Ooh, that's a good question. Obviously not for me. <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Uh, listen, I... I am learning in that process, but I, I think the thing that I made a decision on as going into this, that the most important thing I could do is what God's asked me to do in every relationship, whether they're my real children or not my real children or what in every area of life is build a relationship, mm -hmm. build trust, wait for an opportunity, and then do whatever God tells you to do. Mm. But it's got to start with relationship that builds trust and then allow God you know, to, to lead you through that process, because I think it's, it's not navigated territory, yeah. you know, and yeah. I think if you go in and try to parent like you did, or, you know, because I even said this in raising my own kids, like every one of my children are completely different. Oh yeah. And so I did not parent any of them the same. Mm -hmm. I only did it through relationships with each one of them because they're all different. And I tried to build their trust more than anything. It's not to get them to follow rules. I wanted to build their trust yeah. and then waited for opportunities for God to allow me to speak in their lives. So that would be my advice. Great advice. I think that's good advice. Tim Giannis asks, how big is too big when it comes to life church? And how do we protect ourselves from falling into the traps of bigger mega churches? Yeah, mm. great question. That's a you question. <laughs> so this will be, if we ever keep growing on a Sunday morning and we don't grow from a community standpoint. Yeah. So if we're not growing in small groups, if we're not growing in uh, what we call affinity groups, so it doesn't even have to be a small group, but if we're not getting people out of rows into circles on a regular basis, that's too big because we said it a long time ago. It's like we put a number on it, but I don't even know if numbers are right. I think it needs to be, you know, yeah. when if the, the only focus you have as a church is how to put a production on on Sunday yeah. morning and not how to get people out of the Sunday morning, then we've lost focus. Yeah. And so, you know, you're too big when every bit of your resources and all of your thinking goes to just one thing and not how, to, because we put a lot of resources 
into the Sunday morning for the standpoint of we think it's an opportunity to have a touch point for the purpose of getting somebody into community. But if we can't make that happen, then we have lost mission, lost focus, and there's no reason to do it. Yeah, just like every other church. Yeah. Doug Bragg asks, I don't know about hot topics, but are there more concerts slash comedians playing for this year? Like for... um, That's a you question. (laughs) <laughs> or a Nick question. Like, uh, for the church, is what is that what he's meaning? Yeah. Oh, well, the only concerts I can think of right now are um, the Summer Series concerts with the Troy Oswald Band. Well, they'll be like the band at the Ride for Christ, won't there? Oh, yeah, that's right. No. Is there? There's going to be music, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's going to be music. I actually don't know, so erase what I just said. No, I don't pretty, know. I'm pretty sure there's going to be music. I thought there was going to be like yeah. A, I'm pretty sure. I thought Corinne was going to get out her... I heard <laughs> Corinne was going to put on her yes. cowboy hat and do a country concert That'd out there. That'd be amazing. That's just what I heard. Oh, I, I think Corinne, I heard. She's excited for Cowboy Church. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't know. I mean, Corinne doesn't listen to the podcast. She'll never hear us say this anyway. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, we're assuming that she's going to break out the cowboy yeah. hat. And, I think I heard that. Because that's coming out for me again here pretty quick. <laughs> Did you know I just made a post Mm-mm. with your cowboy hat and I said, who remembers this service? And everybody's like, nobody. <laughs> no, actually, a lot people did that was really liked post Terry little asks how is it that some hear god so plain and audible when others desire to hear him but can't and how do we know if we do hear him that is actually him and not satan guiding us in the wrong direction oh those are intense well for the first one i would say i don't know like for me i just really have to like be looking and or like looking and or I don't know just aware I guess not looking in the sense of like eyes but like looking for a moment you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I just really have to be intentional about everything around me that's all I got <laughs> <laughs> well I just don't think it's fair to be like I think it's a false statement to say that God's choosing not to speak. So I don't know if she said that or not. I don't think she did. Okay, well, why do some people hear and why do some people yeah. not? So let's just erase the the fallacy that God speaks to some and not to others. Because mm-hmm. God wants to speak to everybody. Right. And so I think it's positioning yourself in a way to have daily conversations. Because I think the other part that people are looking for is this only for him to speak when they want him yes, to. Yes. Right? right. Like... A lot of people are like, well, I don't feel like God's speaking to me. And I'm like, have you been talking to him for the past 10 weeks? Exactly. Well, no, yeah. I just want to know for this. Like, for this circumstance, I want to hear what he has to say. Well, if you didn't want to know what he had to say for 10 weeks and you haven't been listening, it is hard to hear his voice. Right. So I would say get used to listening all the time and mm-hmm. have conversations all day long. And then when the moments come for big decisions, you tend to hear or have a feeling. Yeah. And then ask for, how do you know if it's God or Satan? It's easy. If you have a feeling... And it doesn't contradict scripture, go do it. Right. That's it. I mean, don't try to make it difficult. If it doesn't Mm -hmm. contradict scripture, go do it. Yeah. Awesome. That's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry, Nick. (laughs) 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 Um, Gene Van Meter says, no questions. Just a big thank you to all of you for the work you put into the podcast. Everyone's stories matter so much and can help others. And she thinks that you should let Roman, uh, Jenny's puppy, be, yes. on the show, be on the show. You know, no, that's so okay. Funny. He can take my place. <laughs> I almost brought him today just to have him sit right here. Yeah. But I decided against it. The balloons were too much to handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Here's the one that you were talking about, Jenny. Yes. Here we go. I'm excited. Right? Well, here's a question, Nick. Wait, we're at an hour. We are at an hour. So as make an executive decision, Nick. Do we carry on or do we carry over? How many? Are there are there a lot? It's the hundredth episode. It's the hundredth episode. That's right. Okay. What are your thoughts on people from church posting things on social media that are comparing transgender people to demons? There's a meme going around right now that says, in the Bible, demons refer to themselves as we, us, they, them. I've heard that. what's going on right now. Is this really what Jesus would do? Compare people who aren't like him to demons? I feel like you're demonizing those in the LGBTQ community 
is not very Christ-like. What are your opinions? Oh, I, I want to know what you have to say. Oh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot to say for I, everything. I mean, I do think it's interesting, like the we thing, but I don't necessarily think that it's right to be calling them all those things. I don't know. I guess I really don't even know. I don't agree with it at all, but I don't think they're like, do you think, I don't think they're demonic. <laughs> Nick? No, I think you kind of answered this earlier. It's like, you know, when, uh, we said a lot of things today. We did. Basically, like, Jesus didn't go around to the people who didn't know him and condemn him and call him demons or anything like that. Like, he hung out with them, built a relationship right. with them before he did anything else. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I. So for me, it's it's a couple things. It's it's my policy, and has always been my policy forever. When it comes to controversial subjects or questions, I will never answer it if you ask me via email, and I will never answer it over social media ever. So if you want a controversial topic talked about, I want to meet with somebody and I want to be in relationship with that person and I want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Because part of the problem of what's happening is, is that social media just lends itself for a place for you to be a coward. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. so you just say things that you would never say to somebody mm -hmm. in person. Like you're, and I'm not saying this person, but in right. general, people put things out on social media because they're cowards. Mm -hmm. And I've always said this, like, Here's the thing that you need to be careful, and this is for everybody. Mm -hmm. So this is for everybody that's struggling with sin, which is all of us. Right. So whether it's somebody that's transgender, whether it's somebody that's homosexual, whether it's somebody that's greedy, whether it's somebody that's addicted to pornography, whatever those things are, because all of them, in light of what we see in Scripture, are the same sin. Right. Right? So that whole concept of you want to try to attach something else to it, mm -hmm. in the eyes of God, those things, especially homosexuality, greed, um, gluttony or laziness, like those are all in these lifestyle type things where you choose mm -hmm. to know what is right and go against it. Like, to me, part of our job is, and this is why I'm so passionate about people's stories, is like, I'll just give you a perfect example. So Pete's, I, I've met over the years with a lot of people that are uh, in homosexual relationships. Mm -hmm. And so they usually meet with me because they always send me an email and say, what, what's Life Church's stance on homosexuality? Yeah. And I'm like, I, won't, I don't have a stance. <laughs> I want you to come and meet with me. So I'll meet with them. Well, part of the what you hear, and this is not in every case, but part of what you hear, there was something in their past that triggered yes. what presents it, itself out in the future, right? Yeah. So who am I to say for them to just judge where they are today, mm -hmm. you know, just from the things that they're doing without understanding their story and walking a road with them? It's exactly what Nick said. I think what Jesus would do is know a person's story and walk with them on a journey, Yeah, you know, to figure those things out. So my opinion is, is that to demonize anybody on social media, I think is a terrible idea. Yeah. Like to, to use it as a platform to share your opinions because you're a coward, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and you don't want to, because again, if somebody wants to know what my opinion is, I'll share my opinion. I don't need to put it out on social media. Come <laughs> and talk to me, you know, or come and talk to Nick. I just don't know that it makes sense for us um, to put those kind of opinions out there. And again, if you have that kind of feeling, here would be my question. How many transgender people are you meeting with? Like the people that are putting it out there, mm -hmm. right? So if you're concerned with where they're at in life, then go get on a journey with them. Right? I think they were, she was meaning, or Not that, person. that person was meaning memes. I don't even know what a meme is. <laughs> I don't know what a meme is. A meme is like a picture or a video of something taken that culture, can you explain it better than I can? No. Did I not answer the question right? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't want to. I want to make sure I didn't say anything. No, I like was just was, saying what a meme was. Yeah, I think it's very, very important. And let's just end it with this mm -hmm. th this question. I think it's very important for Christian people to be in relationship with people who are lost. Yeah, 
and work really hard to get out there and get in the lives of people who are different than you. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. If we're going to if we're going to share the gospel, I'm of the opinion that social media has some a place and can do some great things, but I think used in the wrong way, uh, it just eliminates everything that we're trying to get done. Yeah. So for me personally, I think in those types of circumstances, whatever they are, I think you need if your passion is you know, people who are doing that, if your passion is to reach that community and go reach that community, yeah. you know, don't, don't post your opinion without doing anything about it. Yeah. That would be my thoughts. I think people also need to realize that sin is all the same. Cause I think we are so quick to judge some other person for something that you are sinning as well, but you just don't consider it that bad. Well, I, Nick's heard me say this a hundred times. The, the funniest thing about the church. Mm -hmm. So back to what would Jesus yell about? Here's what Jesus would yell about. He would get into the church and he would say to all of you hypocrites out there that are condemning all of these things, yet in the same conversation, the church has accepted greedy people. Yeah. Greed is in the same conversation as homosexuality when it comes to what he says. But yet the church accepts certain sins. Yeah. Like the church has just said, it's okay to be greedy. Mm -hmm. It's okay to hoard your money. It's okay to think of all of your money as yours. But yet we're going to go out there and scream at people that don't live a lifestyle that you like. Mm -hmm. I start screaming at you, you little (laughs) sucker. There's way more of you greedy people than there are those people. Yeah. Way more of you greedy people. So I think he would sit there to the church and just look at him and say, there's a lot of work you need to do in your own heart to fix your greed. Stop choosing the sins that are acceptable. Right. And making them acceptable inside of the church and yelling about the ones that you don't like. Yeah. That's what I think you would do. Screaming. <laughs> Greed. Greed. I thought we were ending on that one. We oh, are? Okay. Oh, wait, no, I thought you said we're ending on that All question. I was saying is it's Nick's call. We're at an hour and six minutes. Okay. Okay, hour and six minutes. Okay, yeah, and so, six minutes. Yeah, wow, that was a lot of over. questions. And so what I would suggest is... If you've submitted a question, we can bring these questions in mm-hmm. even when we have guests on here and we can use it as a like an opening or yeah, a closing. That's a good idea. And so we'll keep the questions, we'll get to the questions. Yeah. If you have more, I mean, maybe, yeah, Jenny can just tell you if you have more questions that mm-hmm. something was sparked, which I'm sure it's going to be Absolutely. after this, <laughs> after this podcast. And if there's other things that we need to do, we can keep bringing them on and keep answering yeah. questions. So yeah. All right, sign us off. All right. So if you do, if you are watching or listening and you do want to send in a question but don't have our number for our texting group, you're going to want to text podcast 260-408-8383. So yeah, text podcast and that gets you on. And each week I send out a text that lets you know who our guest is. And we just want you to ask questions back. So yeah. Good. And again, Big thank you first to Nick and Jenny for all the hard work that you guys do. I just get to show up and do what's fun, you know, but thanks (laughs) Thanks. to all the hard work of making this possible because I do think it's making a difference. I do think that in the lives of people, thanks to everybody who is sharing this. Yes. Thanks to everybody who is commenting. Thanks to everybody who is involved in helping us spread the gospel. Like Mm -hmm. that's what we think that this gives us an opportunity to do. And we look forward to our next hundred episodes and what the new stories are going to be coming on and the new people and be able to hear what God's doing in their life as we continue to share stories that bring glory to God. And then when we bring glory to God, we bring people to him. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.